Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Adi, and we're the Polidos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we are doing something. Oh yeah, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We are talking about two things. A little of this and a little of that. You have a little something, and I have a little something. So we're going to discuss um, two things. Well, don't say that. There's two things. There might be more. Okay. We're going to discuss a few things today. Yeah. But before we get into that, I stumbled across a uh, an email, actually. Oh, okay. From Parents Are Human. And this weekend was a little busy for us because we went to Selena's and celebrated my mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. It was good. Yep. Went to BJ's. We were there for like five hours. Honestly, it was, it was so long, but no. it was good. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And shout out to those limited edition churro pazuki <laughs> desserts. Yeah. Right? I, didn't, I didn't try it, actually. You didn't try one? No. Okay, well, my sister wanted... a different wanted- Really? Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, my sister wanted the, the churro pazuki that they had, and mm-hmm. I was like... Sure, you know, let's do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll share it with you. Uh-huh. But the picture looked like the churros were very like crisp yeah. and very thin and looked like it would be very hard. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. It came and I couldn't have been any more wrong than <laughs> I was because <laughs> it was the opposite. It was very soft, very delicious, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. It so good. I loved it. And they were not stingy with the churros. I know. They... They put a ton of uh, churros. And so instead of the base being a cookie in the pizuki, yeah, it's it was just churro bites. And yeah. they were so awesome. So soft. Yeah, it looked delicious. So if you want to go and get yourself a uh, churro pizuki from there, go ahead. I recommend it. Okay. But anyway, going back to the email I got. Oh, yeah. It's because <laughs> this week is, weekend was pretty busy. Anyway, this weekend. What does that have to do with... I don't know, I'm just a little added, okay. you know, info. Anyway, today, I was uh, looking at my email, and I came across the Parents Are Human email that they sent okay. over, the, over, uh, over the weekend, on okay. Friday, actually, okay. for April Fool's, right? Okay. So, um, they came out with this real legit uh, little kind of joke, but actual, like, free downloadable cards for April Fool's Day, and that is Dogs Are Human. <laughs> it's an addition for about like just all about dogs. Okay. And they're silly. It's like Is it questions to ask your dog? It's questions and challenges. So the challenges is like <laughs> legit. The questions are just silly. Yeah. But I wanna uh I wanna go over some of the ones that I thought was pretty funny. Okay. And worth mentioning here. So okay. we don't have a dog, sadly. We don't, but these will be pretty cool to uh do with your dog. So if you have a dog out there, go ahead and uh Ask these questions. So I have four. <laughs> so there's, I think, like 20 challenges and 20 questions. So I only took like four screen. I, I took uh, four screenshots of um, from that questionnaire. So the, one of the questions I thought was really funny I want to share here is, if you could run through any field in the world, where would it be? <laughs> I thought that's a good question. That's hilarious. If do- dogs could talk, man. And how would you describe the perfect day? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. But here's some challenges. Yeah, what are the challenges? Running. Okay, so it's you and, I'm assuming, a, the other dog owner. Let's say a, a married couple. So this for, for, okay. is a challenge for, for, for the couple. Okay. Run in opposite directions and see who your dog chases. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Have you? Uh-huh. Oh, really? Give your dog a raw egg and see if they hold it gently in their mouth. Oh, these are from TikTok. These are like all from TikTok. Are they really? Well, both of the first ones I've seen on TikTok, yeah. Oh, that's lame. Make a shelf with your outstretched hand and see if your dog will use it as a chin rest. Uh, I've seen that on TikTok. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Gasp by your dog and see their reaction. Gasp? Yeah. (gasps) I haven't seen that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Clap for your dog and watch how excited they get. (laughs) (laughs) And last one, tell your dog a story, including some of their favorite words, and watch their expressions. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's a funny idea. (laughs) Nice. So if you have a dog out there, go ahead and try it and let us know the results. Speaking of that, I I just told you this story the other day Uh that I saw on 
reels on Instagram, mm-hmm. somebody, it was like this, this girl and she was just, um, filming her like Husky. Yeah. And, uh, so she was talking and she said, and by the way, I don't honestly believe that this is real, but if it is real, it's very funny. <laughs> but she said, she was like, I, I saw someone try this with their rescue dog. So I'm going to try it with like, with my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the dog's walking by this Husky and she goes, Sienzate. And the dog just like calmly sits down and she goes, oh, do you speak Spanish? <laughs> so funny. And I just love the idea of like that she, I mean, I have no idea. It, like I said, I don't even think this is real, but I love the idea that like she just recently rescued him and she's trying to train him and stuff. Yeah. And then it turns out that he's like fully trained, but he just speaks Spanish. <laughs> but he did like when she said it, she, he just like sat right down. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about critters, uh-huh. I guess, um, let's get into it. Let's talk about critters here. Um, cue the music. Anyway, so <laughs> remember my cat? Well, my parents' cat? Yeah. Uh, so again... Wait, remember? Have we talked about it on the podcast? Him? No, just because this happened yesterday. No, actually, no. Um, there's a new addition to the Polito family. Oh, my the parents. extended Polito family. The extended, whoa, <laughs> the extended, the other Polidos. No, I didn't say the <laughs> other Polidos. There's more than two. So my mom, actually, she ended up getting a cat, a kitten. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we told a story. Maybe we didn't did we? talk about this. Actually. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we talked yeah. about how we almost got two the kittens. Kitten, two kittens, yeah. 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 Okay, so we did talk about this. Because we need more than one, right? Uh, anyway, so, so yeah, my mom got a kitten, and we were going to get the same one, the same, <laughs> same, same a clone. A, a clone. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to get a kitten from the same litter. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, we didn't. Uh, and then, so anyway, the cat is now like pretty uh, fully grown almost. Yeah, I think still he's fully grown, but he still acts like a kitten. Yeah, very needy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, one of the things that uh, he did, uh, his name is Willie, by the way. Yeah. William, I call him sometimes. Yeah, we call him William. Sometimes. Anyway, so he just like would stand on his his back legs. His back legs, yeah. He would stand on his back legs and uh, put his other front legs on top of this, like... The windowsill. The windowsill. And just look outside. Yeah. And uh, we have dogs outside, and so he just would stare at the dogs and look around. And so I, I took a video of w- uh, William doing this But it was funny. Yesterday. I think what makes it funny is that he doesn't seem... Like excited or anything, he's just like calmly. He's just looking, just like, oh, let's see what's going on outside. Yeah, like, huh? Yeah. Turns his head, looks uh-huh. the other he way. He looks around, and he did it for like a full minute, probably. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was very long. funny. It was really funny and yeah. cute. So, if y'all have any dogs, or if you guys don't have any dogs, go ahead and try those questions and challenges. If you on, don't on, have a dog, yeah, try it on a cat. Oh, yeah, interesting. I don't happens. think, yeah. I think the first challenge you mentioned of like the, you know, run in opposite directions. Yeah. That one's very funny. Yeah. I've only seen it done like once or twice. Oh, really? But it's so funny. Yeah. 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 That was pretty funny. So I wanted to share with y'all. And um, it was funny because it was it was obviously kind of like a joke. And and so no, the, the, the other joke is that it's supposed to be um, English on one side and then and then um, a different language on the other side of the oh, card. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so for this one, it, it's obviously in English. And the other side, it's kind of like a dog, dog, dog lingo. <laughs> Actually, it's a trademark, dog lingo. Oh. And uh, it's very funny. That is funny. Speaking of April Fool's, um, I'm not sure if I've talked about Rhett and Link on this podcast before. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> so disappointed. At least we're done talking about people who don't longer like do podcasts or whatever oh i talked about that one day <laughs> no you did you talked about it twice and for extra different yeah different actually podcasters I think, oh yeah so. you're right you're right yeah but anyway um they always do like an april fool's video oh yeah and this video was like 20 minutes long and i got like eight minutes into it before i realized that it was a joke yeah and i feel like that really speaks to how gullible i am yeah have you? Do you have any other April Fool stories? Um, like, have you ever been in part of one, a prank? Not an April Fool's prank, no. Oh, I've any done, other pranks? I've done pranks before, yeah. 
Let's talk about them. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> it's know. So funny. When I have, I, I wonder if I've even told you this before. I think I have, but one time when we were going on this um, Awana trip, yeah, to it all, always comes back to Awana. Doesn't it's it? always Awana. You're, you're right. You're an Awana through and through girl. <laughs> yeah, through and through girl. We were going on it on this trip to like the national competition, you know. Yeah. So we started planning out like pranks that we were gonna do beforehand Mm -hmm. like the girls were going to prank the guys and then vice versa yeah so we started making plans and one of the plans involved glitter and we were told that that was not allowed (laughs) that we weren't allowed to put glitter in the guys room um because that would like ruin their whole week yeah Yeah, so we were we were told we couldn't do that but we we were told not to mace them and not to put glitter (laughs) (laughs) not to put laxatives in their hot chocolate (laughs) oh my gosh i'm trying to think of what we did i remember how they pranked us because i feel like their pranks were a lot better (laughs) i'm trying to think of what we did i feel like we might have put like tape on (laughs) the uh like the sink faucet so that when they turned the water on it would like spray them oh that's genius i think that we did that that's funny (laughs) and then (laughs) <laughs> what else i'm trying to think of what else we did we weren't very good at it but i remember the way that they pranked us mm-hmm. a couple of things so basically their their only like form of pranking was using zip ties oh which is very annoying yeah. but it was very effective yeah so a couple times like one time we were at the pool yeah and while we were swimming they somebody i don't know who did it but one of them got out and like zip tied all of our sandals together <laughs> that's funny yeah and then i actually wasn't wearing shoes so it didn't actually affect me but um Uh then somehow they they snuck into our room and they zip tied a bunch of our shoes together like 10 shoes all zip tied together and then tossed them on top of like the entertainment system like above the tv oh that's funny and so first of all we couldn't find our shoes yeah and then once we found them they were all like zip tied together <laughs> and we couldn't like get them apart no, the worst part is you need scissors right so yeah and we didn't have yeah scissors so what'd you do uh we took them to the guys and said like yeah. can you please take these apart for yeah. us <laughs> and then we decided to instead of like since we realized that we weren't very good at pranking we decided to just do something nice for them instead so we like bought them ice cream and stuck into their room and put it in their freezer. That's lame. I know. And then they bought us um, uh, pocket knives. They bought us like dollar store oh, pocket that's knives. So funny. Yeah, because I was like, that's funny. Because zip ties. Nice. So yeah, that's cool. But I feel like there was one other thing at least that we did, but I cannot remember now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, next time, next episode. <laughs> Save for episode 80. But yeah, the glitter would have been great, though. Yeah. It's annoying, though. I know. Wow. Anyway. Well, what about you, Audie? You have any pranks? No. Oh, yeah, thank you. I didn't want to, I, I have... I didn't want to hear about that. That's why I didn't ask. <laughs> Fine. Moving on. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole time for the catch-up. So y'all won't be able to hear the pranks I've okay, done. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You hurt my feelings. Really? No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, I'm done. It's fine. Have you done any good pranks? It's too late. <laughs> yeah, people don't want to hear my pranks. Anyway, let's get on to the nitty gritty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there's two, there's at least a couple things. <laughs> I have one thing, someone has one thing at the very least. Yeah. And I want to talk about them. So, what should we do first? The serious thing or the not so serious thing? <laughs> Wait, which one's the serious I one? I don't know. Oh, I thought okay. <laughs> They're both very serious. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Well, this happened over the weekend. It was an eventful weekend. We were in Selena's, and I had bought something from Old Navy. Shout out. Multiple things. Actually, yeah, I had bought multiple things from them, and um, I wanted to return them and so he and merced we don't really have a Mer- uh merced <laughs> we don't really have an old navy yeah so uh waited until we got to selena's because they have one at the mall so we get there and uh i return my items but then i don't know for some reason i think it was because of the sale or whatever i was like oh i want to start 
start shopping, you know, just because, like, I might as well, like, I'm already here in person, and also might as well just try the clothes. Yeah, and they were having a good sale, too. And they had a 50% off uh, great sale. So, um thing about me is I hate shopping, like, in person. I'd rather just do it online now. Um, but I was like, well, what the hey, you know, uh, <laughs> might as well, what the heck? might as well just shop and get the clothes here and stuff and try it out. You know, I'm going to exchange my clothes anyway, so right. might as well. Um, so I pretty much get, so I get the same, uh, clothing item that I had that was planning to return, but just a size bigger. Yeah. Right. Because it didn't fit me. So I, I grab all the stuff that sh- had like a couple of V-necks right of course yeah of course and then i had a couple of joggers <laughs> of course yeah so I was like let me try it on and i tried it on and um it didn't work it didn't fit and then do the whole thing again with other like sizes and stuff and it didn't work it didn't really fit and then at the end of that whole old navy trip i just ended up returning the clothes that i came with and didn't buy any neat clothes mm-hmm so the moral of the story is pretty much I wanted to bring this up and talk about it because uh, we have talked about, well, you have talked about, I think mainly you, you have talked about like just um, wearing clothes that fit, co- you know, like comfortably, comfortably and, and you feel cozy uh, in them and everything. And um, we talked about like fat phobia and feeling good about your body mm-hmm. and, and dieting and the pressure, the from people and everything, right? So, yeah. But we haven't really talked about the guy side of it, yeah, as much, and for for good reason, I think, because mainly there's a big emphasis and pressure on women, mm-hmm. right, when it comes to their physical body, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a bummer. But I just wanted to kind of talk about my experience because I was hopeful that like these clothes were, were going to fit the ones that I ordered online. They didn't. And, and then I went and tried out a, uh, the next size up. Mm-hmm. Right. And that didn't work. And so at one point when I was trying it on and looking at myself in the mirror, I was just bummed out mm-hmm. for like five seconds. And then after I got out of the dressing room, I was thinking like, well, why should I feel bummed out? You know, like mm-hmm. there's hope, you know, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't feel hopeless. Like, yeah. even if I need to go to a different store, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? So that trip and that, like, the time I was in the changing room was, like, maybe, like, a minute and stuff of just going in and out and, and then leaving the Old Navy store. I mean, that was pretty short. I think just emotionally and, like, mentally, I processed a lot of stuff mm-hmm. while I was in there. And first off, I think that, like, you shouldn't feel bad if... You, the clothes that you put on don't fit you, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's like another size bigger than, than what you are used to wearing. Yeah. My problem was that like the, the size that I, uh, the clothes that I had from my online shopping, they were too small. And then the clothes I tried out in person, they were too big, like very baggy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't a middle like size, mm-hmm. you know, um, that could have put on and tried out. And so I'm like right in between those two sizes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I was discouraged for sure because I know that I need new clothes. Yeah. Like dre- uh, desperately, mm-hmm. right? I uh, have a lot. <laughs> the clothes that I have are pretty old and have holes in them and everything. Yeah. So I desperately need new ones. And so I was looking forward to having new clothes but it didn't work out, and I think that it's it's okay to know that it just didn't work out, and mm-hmm. to not give up and and realize like there's other stores out there. Yeah. And one thing I realized is that not all clothes items are made equally; mm-hmm. they're different. Like I said, I bought a ton of V-necks, the same from the same brand, from the same store, diff- the same size, different mm-hmm. colors, but they were all different. And, yeah. and uh, it's very interesting, like, one of them was very comfortable and very good, and I loved it, and while well, the other Phoenix didn't work at all. Yeah. Um, they were too, just, I don't know, very tight. And I'm it's like, what so the weird, I know. It was very weird. So the material of the of the clothing item is, they're, they're made differently, even though mm-hmm. they're the same, from the same place and stuff. Um, so there's that, and, like, 
there's proof. You know, like I said, I was discouraged, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to talk about that for yeah. a quick second and just to acknowledge that, like, it could happen to anyone that, mm-hmm. like, this little roller coaster of emotions while you're shopping for clothes and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's good that you're sharing that because, um, like, I think there is a lot of emphasis that's being put right now on having more inclusive you know, just sizing and stuff for women's clothes. And that's really important. But it also, a lot of times, men just a lot of times in, in more like kind of casual, like retail stores, like Target, Walmart, you know, Old Navy, whatever. Yeah. The selection that's available for men is already like a lot smaller. That's true, yeah. And then, and then also to not have the sizing be like, very inclusive is also really difficult. And like, that's something that a lot of people aren't really talking about. And for you, it might not have necessarily been that like you were needing bigger sizes than they offered, but there just wasn't anything that was working for you. Mm -hmm. And like everybody has such different bodies, you know? Yeah. And so when you're only offered like a very limited type of clothing and size range and everything, it's just really difficult. Yeah. But does that make sense? It does, yeah. But I think that it is really good for you to share that just because every time like that I hear somebody else talk about this issue or other things similar to it, mm-hmm. it just reminds me that like, oh, I'm not the only one mm-hmm. who has this problem. Mm-hmm. And because I think that so many people do experience this kind of thing, but just assume like, oh, this is just a me problem. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with my body. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that people bring it up and like say, hey, isn't this annoying how like this yeah. happens? Yeah. It just lets people know that like, yeah, you're not the problem. It's not really a you problem. It's something mm-hmm. that a lot of people actually deal with, you know? Yeah. That's good. And I know that it is, like, very frustrating. And mm-hmm. especially when it's, like, I just want <laughs> clothes that are going to fit and I feel comfortable and make me feel good about myself. And it's, like, is that really so much to ask, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm in a place where I know my style and the and or at least, like, the vision I would want, you know, yeah. for, the, for the style to be at but it was discouraging and yeah you brought up a a good point like yeah the man's selection is really small already it's already limited yeah right it's a bummer like i was looking for a pair of shorts and the only ones that they have that that are not cargo were just (laughs) these kind of um i don't know the the material of it was a little different yeah it was flexible um enough for me to like like that and Uh it just didn't work out and so i couldn't try a different pair of um, style of, of shorts because there weren't any. Yeah. You know, there's only like literally three shorts with three different colors. Yeah. You know, and that's it. And um, I'm thinking I'm done wearing cargo shorts. No offense to cargo <laughs> shorts, but um, it's not my style anymore. Yeah. You know, and like, like I said, I have holes in, in my old clothes and I have holes in the, the two shorts that I wear and I want to yeah. be done with them. Yeah. So it was it was definitely annoying that like again I had to just walk empty handed mm-hmm. and and yeah, it just it is hard, but again, like not all clothes are created different like the same. They're they're, they're different. Yeah. But it's it's gonna be okay. I think that you gotta try out different places, you know. So I'm about to hit up other places and see mm-hmm. uh, how it goes and yeah. But yeah, I think that experience was like I said, it was short, um, but it was a little challenging while I was there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say this. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing <laughs> your experience. Yeah, no problem. No, <laughs> yeah, and I was just thinking about minimalism, and I know we haven't used that term in a while. That's true just because it hasn't come up. Yeah, I was just thinking about like the consumption. You know, of just buying new clothes and everything, and, mm-hmm. and bringing new stuff into our house. At this stage, for me, I feel good about buying new clothes because i know that i'm gonna wear them yeah you know and and i know that sometimes i'm getting rid of all the the old clothes and all that stuff that don't fit me and also i'm getting rid of a lot of um i think i already got rid of a lot of clothes that like 
I was keeping just in case if I lose weight, just in case, you mm -hmm. know, like they don't fit me right now, but they will eventually. Yeah. I have started to just think like, yeah, I don't think I should have that mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, you have definitely like encouraged me to, to think that way, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know with clothes, it's very easy to think that way because you have clothes You know, and, and they, 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 they are labeled by size, yeah. right? By number. And so it's easily, you could easily see see it that like it's it's there mm -hmm. you know, for a reason in your closet. So along with uh, this pressure of like just body and, and the clothes that, that you put on and stuff, I think with when it comes to minimal, minimalism, I think that um, that's how it connects, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, in my mind, it kind of makes sense. Like it's, it's connected. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if, if uh, that makes sense to you. I think so. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, I think that's it. I don't think I have like another point to add, but. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. We you know we talk about not holding on to things that don't bring us joy and that no longer like mm -hmm. serve us and they, you know, they've served their purpose. And I think that clothes that don't fit or just aren't comfortable or aren't your style anymore, like those things can be for some reason, really difficult to like let go of sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think it, it's like, if you really think about it, is that piece of, you know, is that shirt in your closet that you never wear, is that actually bringing you joy? Mm -hmm. Probably not, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely see what you're saying with the connection. And I think the other connection with that too is that like, I think we're a lot like pickier now yeah. about what we will buy. Mm-hmm. And one part because of minimalism and not wanting to bring stuff in our, into our home that we're not going to use, but also I think just getting older, like discovering more of what we actually want to wear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that you and I both like <laughs> value comfort kind of like mm -hmm. very highly mm -hmm. more in, in a lot of areas of life. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about being cozy <laughs> like yeah. all the time and how that's, <laughs> like very important to our kind of vibe and like home and environment and everything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think we know that like, if it's not comfortable, we are not going to wear it. It could be like the most trendy, the most whatever piece of clothing. But if we don't, if we're not comfortable in it, we're not going to wear it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and something I was telling you about, like, yeah, like obviously comfort is the number one priority, but also like I want to, be able to not compromise on like the the look i guess like exactly the, yeah the, the style i guess like um like i want to be able to look good and feel good right because um, if it was just if it was just about being comfy then we would just go out and buy like a bunch of the exact same like big baggy sweatpants and t-shirts and yeah. that would be like the most comfy thing we could wear yeah but obviously that's not the only thing that matters to us Well, I'm done with my spiel, so I feel good about it, I think. Now, what about you? Okay. I guess us, but more, mainly you, I guess. Now to the serious topic. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're the one who That's said... That's so true. That's so true. Are we going to talk about the serious one or not serious? I'm just kidding. This is not really a serious topic, but I wanted to bring up something that we haven't talked about in a long time and why we haven't talked about it. So explain why we haven't talked about it. Explain yourself. Explain myself. So, you may have noticed on this podcast that we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> That's so true. That's very true. <laughs> um, for those people, yeah, that have been listening since, I guess, day one or whatever. One of the things that we talked about a lot early on in the podcast uh -huh. was Young Living. Yeah. So, we talked about, like, the umbrella of simplifying our life, right? Yes. And under that, we kind of had like two major categories, but there's other things that fall into it as well. But we kind of talked about minimalism and then about like the products that we bring into our home. Yeah. I think that those two things are still a really important part of our life. Like we just talked about minimalism and the fact that we haven't talked about minimalism in a while is just a coincidence, I guess. That's so true. It's just because yeah. it hasn't come up. Yeah. And as far as like caring about and being mindful of the things we bring into our home and like the ingredients and things and stuff like that, Um, that's still really important to us. Mm -hmm. But we used to talk a lot about Young Living specifically, the company, the essential oils, 
etc. Yeah. Company. Yeah. Um, and we talked about doing like the business side of Young Living mm-hmm. and, you know, how, and we would have like people sign up under us and that was like a way to make money and blah, blah, blah. And we talked about sort of the controversy of like, well, is it a pyramid scre- pyramid scheme? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with pyramid schemes? Yeah. And all that. Yeah. And multi-level marketing. Yeah. So since I don't know when, I'm not sure when the last time was, but we haven't really been talking specifically about Young Living anymore. No, I think it was like in the early episodes, like 30s and the 30s. No. Has it really been that long? Let me look. Okay. I got it. So I looked through our episode list, and you want to guess? When was the last time we talked about YL? 47. Close. 43. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the last time we talked about it was episode 43, <laughs> so it has been a while, for sure. It has been. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of explain that, because that one is not a, just like, oh, it hasn't come up in a while. We kind of intentionally aren't talking about it anymore. Yeah. Um, so we're sort of spilling the tea, but it's not actually, the tea's not very strong, basically. It's brewing. We it's, just put no, it in. No, it's not brewing. We open the... No, it's not. No, no okay. because brewing implies that, like, something's coming. Like, like the that water's it's, That it's, like, building up to something, which it's not. Oh, uh, baby. No, I'm just saying that okay. we are spilling the tea, but it's not very strong tea. I was going to say, we just put in the tea bag. Right, but... So that's not strong tea. Okay. You know, I, you gotta let not, it... But it's not going to get stronger. It does. That's how tea works. I know. That's why I'm saying your metaphor doesn't work. Oh. Because there's nothing that we're like leading up to. But we are like kind of, we haven't oh. fully talked about it. Right. But no. Okay. Okay. I disagree with your metaphor. Uh, okay. Well. Anyway. So. <laughs> I'm leaving that all in, by the way. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway. Yeah. So we kind of came to this decision like slowly. It wasn't really, I don't think it was really all at once, right? No. One of the first things was, one of what should have been a first red flag. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> we never really felt super comfortable talking about it. Never. Like when we made those episodes, it felt super uncomfy, even though, <laughs> and uncozy, even though, <laughs> even though like we were being honest and we like believed the things that we were saying. Yeah. We weren't being dishonest in any way, but yeah. it just didn't feel genuine at all. Yeah. It didn't feel like us, really. Why does this seem like an apology episode? I know, it does. <laughs> it's not supposed <laughs> Dear to be. Dear listeners. <sighs> I'm going to try to get through this without crying. Yeah, this isn't supposed to be an apology either. I'm just explaining our like thought process, I, I guess. I know, I know. But I, I get what you're saying. Anyway, so it never felt super comfortable for us. No. But we did really believe in like the things that we were saying and we were being honest. At that time. And yeah, well, and also looking back now, it's not like there's anything that I really regret either. No, regret nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm being serious though. I know, I know. I don't regret like anything that we said. No. But even from the beginning, we talked about how like we also don't like the way that a lot of people operate their like mlm business let's call them out by name (laughs) (laughs) we got (laughs) no you know what i'm talking about like we we talked about how like we find it very frustrating when people like hound people about it and also when there's this like pressure of like if you're not doing it this way if you're not using these products if you're not blah 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 then you're like a bad person right and we talked about not letting things control us and all that and like the importance of putting people over any like decision that we make, whether that's about what we eat, what we wear, minimalism, mm-hmm. products, whatever. But I just wanted to point that out because I feel like this decision was a natural progression of like where we were at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then a couple of things kind of like pushed us over the edge. And I think one of them definitely was watching <laughs> the documentary Lula Rich. That's true. I feel like that made a big difference. But we didn't like after we were done, just turn it off and be like, we're never talking about Young Living again. Yeah. But that, I think, really did kind of flip a switch in our minds of like, yeah, we already felt a little uncomfortable with this, and yeah. now we feel even more uncomfortable. Yeah, and you could say, it's a documentary. Uh, let's say this is true, right? After watching all that, the, the that series, I was like, oh, Young Living's name was mentioned among other MLMs. Yeah. And that was 
th- that was what got me. Um, <laughs> but let's say like you disagree, you think that documentary was false and stuff. Uh-huh. Like I still, I think would have felt very curious to think like, well, like let's explore the, that side of it. Like there, there's two sides of the sto- to the story, yeah. right? So I think that like I, I think every time we mentioned Young Living and stuff, I, I wanted to. I encourage people to be skeptical about it, to question yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. And so I think that um, that documentary, like, I think that that's what really, really started to grind our gears, you know? Yeah. And I think that obviously everything has, like, an angle, and the documentary obviously yeah. had, like, a really strong angle. Like, I don't think that all the negative things that they were saying about, like, LuLaRoe are necessarily true of Young Living yeah. by any means. Yeah. And as far as I know... Like, to the best of my knowledge, I still don't think that Young Living is doing anything that's, like, wrong or problematic, mm-hmm. sort of in the bit, big picture of, like, how they run their company or yeah. where they source things. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they do try to be fairly transparent about that. Yeah. And, you know, about, like, the business side and also, like, yeah. the w- where they source things and, like, the farming practices and all of that. Uh-huh which I think is really good and ingredients and all that stuff. Yeah. Was there anything else that was like a major, something that made us like really kind of change our minds? There was actually another documentary. Was there another one? Do you remember that one? Oh yes. The one that, um, the Netflix released. Yeah. Uh, the one we just mentioned was on, uh, Amazon. But yeah. The, this other one was on Netflix, and there was about like maybe six episodes, and each episode was about something. It was about a different, like, sort different, of health thing. Yeah, one about one of them was about like drinking, drinking breast milk, breast milk about b- bee stings, yeah. how that could help you, and then one of them was about essential oils. Yeah, and what uh, one of the biggest brands they focused on was Young Living. Yeah, they talked about other brands, but it was heavily focused on Young Living because they're one of the biggest. Yeah, so that was kind of kind of interesting and. Again, it was like heavily slanted, yeah. One, you know, one direction, and I don't know if everything was necessarily represented in like the most fair way or not. Yeah, that was a long time ago that we saw that one, um, but then we saw Lula, Lula Rich, and I think yeah, the thing with Lula Rich is that it didn't make me really question. Again, like I regret nothing. It didn't make <laughs> me question anything about like I wasn't like, oh my goodness, I'm in a cult <laughs> or yes, like I'm yeah. in, or even like, Oh, I'm in a pyramid scheme. And I no. didn't know yeah, because there was a lot of things that they like pointed out about Lula row that I was like, Oh yeah, that's not how young living yeah. operates. And that hasn't been my experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that it was more just like, yeah, I don't really love just being a part of this like culture, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. was kind of the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody's making me do this. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It was just sort of like, yeah, it's never felt super comfortable. And I'm not a big fan of, like, the the culture around it and the, like, mentality and the way that um, the kind of a lot of people sort of operate within multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. So, basically, from there, we kind of just slowly didn't really make it a priority. Yeah. And I will be completely honest and say like, we also haven't been making very much money from it. And so I think obviously if we were making like a a living off of young living, Mm -hmm. I think that it would obviously be be a lot harder to like, look at these things objectively. Right. You know what I'm saying? Totally. For people who are like really high up the ranks, obviously it's a lot harder to kind of like look objectively at their company. So in that sense, we didn't have a lot of like, we didn't have a lot writing on the decision to like keep pursuing the business or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So basically we kind of just had let like a lot of time go by since the last time that we talked about it. And then finally we just had a conversation of like, do you want to be done, (laughs) you know, trying to, trying to continue this business and talking about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we both just agreed that that like, felt like the right thing to do yeah right yeah yeah that's pretty much what came down to it is you mentioned that we don't want to be part of like the culture and i gotta define that okay because we have to um (laughs) do you take issue with me saying that or do you just want to like 
explain it. No, no, it. I, I want to like get into it, you know, um, okay. and, and not be, yeah, like I, I want to just define that. And, and that is like the YL culture is you just, you, you got, you got to sell your, your, your products, right. And you mm-hmm. got to have people below you. Yeah. And it's not like a, a pyramid scheme or whatever. It's like where it you just have like hundreds and hundreds of people under you, but you they, they eventually they have to break off and you know whatever whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we got into it in one of those episodes. We described this in, in the earlier episodes yeah, yeah. of the podcast. But anyway, but the culture is where you go on social media and like you promote all this stuff and you have all these like you know groups like uh, you, you just invite people to go and like sell and stuff and. I don't know. I think that that just something that I was thinking, well, yeah, we, we, we did it at the beginning. Yeah. And I just felt like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Like mm-hmm. I feel weird Yeah, doing it. Like I, I know people are probably thinking like, this is a horrible like business right? or you, you, yeah, horrible business. And, um, there's a scheme or whatever. And, like, I just didn't like that, you mm-hmm. know? And um, that's why we stopped doing it on social media. And then I'll eventually just stop talking about it on the podcast altogether, yeah. pretty much, because it, we just, it didn't really fit us. And like, exactly. what our style of, I don't know, talking and <laughs> yeah. talking about stuff that we enjoy and love. And like, we're talking about people that do this, but like, not everybody is like, we're not saying like everybody does this is horrible or no. like it's it's annoying and stuff like i do find how it was very kind of annoying when people that were like above us on the young living business mm-hmm. were saying like don't watch these documentaries because they're 100 percent like wrong and bad yeah that felt really uh and well co- yeah go ahead yeah i was just gonna say like i think we need to talk about that because for me, I am one that likes to question stuff, yeah. and and you, you as well. And like, I just found that very annoying and very like disturbing. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's the right a good word. word for it. Yeah, disturbing that you're just telling people like, don't watch this. Like, yeah, it, you know, maybe I think they're scared that like the the people might start believing that and yeah. and stop buying young living stuff. Yeah. So then now that I'm I'm kind of annoyed because now you're just seeing these your customers as just customers and numbers right Right. so i think that you just have to be honest you know and people w- could watch and hear whatever they want right and at the end of the day come with you know pretty willingly like <laughs> make make up their mind and say yeah i want st- to i watch these documentaries but yeah i still want to be part of young living you know yeah. i think that that's that's good mm-hmm. um so i just want to have transparency 100 percent transparency in this culture yeah and um, and I'm saying that again, that there's no transparency and like, uh, people that do this, you know, on social media, like I'm sure there, there are people. Oh yeah. Out there and there are sure. plenty of people who do it really well. As a whole though, I think that it's just very like annoying yeah. when I see it on my feed. It seems like, uh, I'm being a nuisance to people, Yeah, you know, that's what pretty much what I c- came down to it is that like, I just, it doesn't feel comfortable for both of us to keep talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that that's a really good point. Uh, I was debating whether to bring up that thing about like the way that people responded to the documentaries, but that actually is the one thing that I would say, and maybe this is really harsh, but that is kind of cult-like behavior. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it is to to tell people, especially like people that are like below you, Yeah. that you are like mentoring kind of, to -hmm. tell them like, just close your eyes and like, don't don't pay attention to this like negativity yeah. or, you know, this criticism that's coming in. Yeah. That is, that's unhealthy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that is like definitely a red flag. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing that you were saying, I feel like a good way to put it is not just that like we didn't want to be part of that specific culture, but also like it didn't fit in like with the culture that we're trying to create. Right, mm-hmm. you know, with the podcast and yeah, yeah, just in our lives in general. Yeah, and, and I thought that it would fit. Yeah, in the beginning, just because we we say in every episode, right? We're here talking about simplifying our life, yeah, and loving a family, and learning about the world, and like if it's under the umbrella of simplifying, it our does, life, yeah, a hundred percent, you know. But talking about it and stuff, I think it was a little different. Yeah, just again because it, it's it's part of that like culture. Yeah, 
right? Yeah. So kind of to like wrap up a little bit or to start to wrap up, um, <laughs> I want to explain, I want to talk a tiny bit about like what my thoughts are mm-hmm. now and like what we're actually doing yeah. when it comes to Young Living. So as far as my thoughts on it, I just wanted to also be clear that I don't think that there's anything wrong with social selling or multi-level marketing. Right, yeah. Um, when it's done ethically. And I do think that Young Living is ethical. Mm-hmm. Like I said, to the best of my knowledge, I believe that they are. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there are other multi-level marketing companies out there that are also ethical. Yeah. I've heard people compare this, and I think it's a really fair comparison to when people, um, whether that's like social media influencers, podcasters, radio hosts, or whatever, when they have like affiliate yeah. codes, affiliate links, mm-hmm. or when they partner with a brand mm-hmm. and they like promote that product and then they get paid for that. Mm-hmm. It's not that different from right. that. Yeah. Like I do think that there is still some truth to that multi-level marketing gets a bad reputation mm-hmm. because of some companies that have given it a really bad name. Yeah. So I, I do think there's truth with that truth in that, and I don't think that all MLM should just be thrown out mm-hmm. um, and seen as like horrible and unethical. Mm-hmm. But I think there also is something that's different about it mm-hmm. than like working with a brand and you know having an affiliate link with a brand, yeah, and things like that. There is something different about it, and I don't know if I can quite put my finger on what that difference is. I'm not sure if it's because those are normally like short-term um, contracts that you're making with a brand and it's more like clear-cut. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the difference is. Yeah. But something about it feels different and I'm not sure if it's that if that's just like a societal thing because we've seen MLMs as like a negative thing. Yeah. I don't really know. But... My point is just that I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. And I don't think that we left because, or not left, <laughs> that's a dumb way to put it. But I don't think that we stopped talking about it because we were like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. And we like shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, we obviously stopped right away because we didn't know what to think about it. Like, we still were processing, like, well, like, we feel a little uncomfortable, but should we keep on talking about yeah. it? And we just stopped all together. And then slowly we just started to, like kind of have these final thoughts of like yes uh, i think we should be done yeah yeah exactly yeah, so we yeah. kind of like took a pause and to like to think about it and then we were like yeah okay i think we're gonna be done yeah but then the second thing i want to talk about is like the young living products themselves mm-hmm. and i don't think that our opinion has changed that much about them yeah i think um we from the beginning tried to be honest about like there are certain things that we like and there are certain things that we don't like. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'll say is that sometimes I feel like in the young living culture, <laughs> I think that sometimes there is this like pressure to believe in the products like more than you actually do. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I talked about the whole thing of like going through infertility and like um, not having my period and just being told like, no, this product is going to help you. Even though it's like my reality was it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's not helping me. But I just kept, I felt like it was like, well, then you're doing it wrong, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I literally was told like, oh, just keep using more. And it's like, well, that's, uh, you know? Yeah. And so like, I think that, that, you know, that's just one sort of incident. Right. But. There's a lot of like that, I think, out there yeah. where there's these like people that are selling and they have a lot of people under them and they every time everything that and they say everything from that's young living, it's it's hundred percent good. Yeah, and it it's works, going to do this. Right. And if it doesn't work it's because of you, maybe. Yeah. Um but I don't think that's the case. No. There's certain things that just don't work. <laughs> yeah. And and a lot of times it's just because, like we've said so many times, everybody's body is so different. Yeah. And so, it, you, like, you can't just say, like, oh, this is going to do this. And yeah. I think that the people who are doing this really well, mm-hmm. 
they're not making those promises and they're not saying and they're they're not saying those things of like, oh, just do this and then this will happen. Mm-hmm. They are being more honest and transparent of like oh, this oil or this whatever has been yeah. known to or can support this part of your, mm-hmm. you know, this part of your body or this, you know, um, system or whatever without making those promises that like, well, look at this person, like they had this success over using it for two months and, and like that could happen to you too. Mm-hmm. And so, again, like, there's people who I think are doing it really, really well and being honest about, like, this is a product. This is comes from this plant. Mm-hmm. And these are some things that it, some benefits that it can have. Yeah. But it's not going to just, like, cure all of your problems. Mm-hmm. So, I do think that that is one thing that, like, there is kind of this pressure to sort of believe in the products more than you actually do. Yeah. Um. However... We still do buy the products. We do. So that's kind of like the end of the story is that we still order from them monthly because we still really like a lot of the products and we, Mm -hmm. especially the oils, like we still really, um, like I still strongly believe that the oils are extremely well made Mm -hmm. and sourced really well and very Mm -hmm. like pure and authentic. Yeah. To me, that's important when it comes to the oils that I want to use. Yeah. And then there's also certain other products that we still really like, like mm-hmm. the toothpaste and deodorant and different things like that. So, so we still are buying from them and mm-hmm. we still like want to support them in that way because I, again, like I don't think that they're a bad company by any means. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wanted to know about essential oils and like wanted to ask us about it, then I certainly would tell them. Yeah. But just in a more like, organic way essential way (laughs) yeah um does that make sense did i explain that correctly yeah it's yeah it's good it's good um it's like you know you're invited to to prom and it's like you want to (laughs) go you're you're in it you're part of it but it's like am i really in it i don't know it's like are we in it and yeah we are because we like like you said, we are, um, we buy the stuff yeah. and, and we believe in the stuff that we are using yeah. and we've seen like that it helps us, mm-hmm. but yet we don't want to be like in a way <laughs> associated like with the culture of it. <laughs> kind of. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't know. also don't want to think like, okay, well we see the, I guess the problem, a problem or the biggest problem of, of young living instead of trying to, make a change we're gonna quit and leave you know what i'm saying like i i i just want to bring that out because yeah it, it's kind of like but i feel people, like it, people to can me, kind of see it, it that way you know but but i feel like to me it's not it's not important enough for me to to me right. for me to try to like change it like right. yeah we definitely could but to talk talk more about that change right talk about the problem and try to change it yeah you know yeah okay uh-huh. yeah at the end of the day it's like we just don't feel comfortable talking about it and like because of we think of the um association that the MLM and young living, especially the young living culture has now, you know, and Well, I would say more so like MLM culture in in general than like specifically young living. But yeah. may, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um and also obviously like I said, the culture of young living. Yeah. Um all that somewhat, stuff. which I again I don't think it's all bad. No. No, no, no. Yeah. And I also wanted to make to say one other thing too, to make sure that this was clear that I don't, we don't feel like we were um, like scammed by them in any way. No. A a lot of people leave MLMs having lost like hundreds or thousands of dollars, which is really sad. Yeah. And I just want to make that very clear that like, we did not lose any money. Uh We didn't like, we weren't ever asked to put any money forward or down or make Mm -hmm. any, like investments on anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that we ever paid for were products that we received. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to make that clear that we didn't lose any money and we didn't feel, and we don't feel like we were promised something that we weren't given. Yeah. Other than like individual people within the culture, sometimes making those promises of like, well, look at what this product has done for this person. And that I think has more to do with like the way that individuals operate within the MLM culture yeah. than it does with like, Young Living sort of 
intention. Yeah. And we even talked, we did a whole episode talking about some changes that Young Living was making <laughs> to kind of move yeah. away from the whole like pyramid scheme look. And like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I think that those were good changes that they yeah. made. I think that, you know, so again, like, I don't think they're doing anything wrong or unethical or anything like that. And I don't think that they like cheated us out of anything, but it's just not something that we want to do. Yeah. And for those people that are under us, because they're, like you said, we do make a little bit of money. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, but that's not what y'all think. Like, <laughs> be your monkey, as we used to say, you know, yeah. kids. Um, so, so true. Um, it, 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 I don't know. I kind of feel weird. It's like we, we're in it with, 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 with one foot in, one foot out in a way. That's sort how of. I kind of feel, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, I'm going to, if someone, like if I'm walking down the street, someone says, "Hey, what do you think about Young Living?" I'm gonna be honest, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I don't like about it. There's some stuff, some then then there's some stuff I do like about it. Yeah. You know, I think overall I do like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe that hopefully this was clear. Um, I don't know if it was, but that's fine. I who think knows. Hopefully it was. But I think it was. Let really? us know. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Yeah. So we just kind of wanted to clear the air out and uh and because again we this podcast is about simplifying our life growing and loving our family and learning about the world and like we do like talking about like things how talk about how we simplify our life mm -hmm. we simplify our life by cutting young living out yeah no, just it's out the, the, i mean the stress i guess like, of talking about it and Absolutely. selling it yeah. selling it and all that stuff and being part of that culture and yeah, minimalism. That's minimalism, <laughs> minimalism for you. But yeah, we, we do use it because we do think that it does really help us, you know, with our health and, and mental state physically and everything and emotionally too. And mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I'm going to probably uh, not going to follow my dad's footsteps into becoming a salesman. He used to be a salesman, he told me. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was uh, just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, so, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> also, like... If we just never addressed it and we just let it let it be like a thing that we <laughs> we, oh yeah, just, we used to talk about this all the time and then we never <laughs> talked about it again. I think that would be a lot weirder. Yeah. And also seem a lot sketchier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I still stand by the whole no regrets thing. Do you? I don't know. I haven't had time to process it. Oh, okay. Let us, but, know, let us know next week. I will. <laughs> if you have any regrets. But I yeah. don't think so. Like, like, like specifically, yeah, specifically about like the stuff we said on the podcast. I don't think that we said anything that like looking back now. No, I, th I think I don't, I, don't I don't regret it because at that time we didn't know stuff that we know now, and we said stuff with confidence and because we believed in it. And I think that it's fine to to change your mind, you know? Yeah, no, no more last changing, changing your, your mind. mind. Jinx. So that is a quote for today. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think we said enough. Okay. Yeah. So. I think we um, said enough. Well, I think that's all we really have to say about that. That is it. So. Till next time. <laughs> till next time that we don't talk about Young Living. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Till next time when we announce that we're buying stock in Young Living. <laughs> just kidding. So. Maybe you could relate to some part of this episode. Yeah. Whether it was the crying in the dressing room. I was not crying. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, I was. Though. I was bummed out. Yeah, you're crying on the inside. Yeah. Or, sorry, was that rude? No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, you know, cutting things out of your life that don't serve you anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Or... What did we talk about at the beginning of this episode? Or dogs. And dogs, doing challenges with your dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, pranks. <laughs> yep. Being gullible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to recap everything. Everything. And that brings us to now. Yeah. Doing an outro. <laughs> do you relate to that? Can you relate to uh, trying to wrap up an episode and not really knowing how to do it? <laughs> okay, here you we can. go. I'm just kidding. But thank you for listening. And give us a like. Wait, mm. a like? Give us a thumbs this up. This isn't YouTube, is No, it? no, no. Uh, give us a, 
What can they give us? A five-star rating. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Give us- <laughs> oh, my gosh. Give us a five-star rating and uh, give us a shout-out on your social media. Yeah. Just say, listen to the Plethos podcast. <laughs> Please. Please. And I'll be eternally grateful. And as Nacho Libra says, get that cone out of my face. <laughs> See, you <laughs> See you next, next time. time. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. Episode 62. <laughs> 62? <laughs> of Napoleon Dynamite ASMR quotes. Yeah. She left all her crap on my front porch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That wasn't a good one. <laughs>